Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Are you ready? <laughs> Obviously, you're a little, you know, uh, aggravated by the, the line of questioning regarding Canelo. I don't want to touch this, you know, dude is so bad. You know, just, I don't want to touch his name. I'm working on being the art of humbleness. Can you be with me? That's the reason why I'm crying, because I'm not that person. And I miss him. But sometimes I feel like a bitch. I don't want that person to come out, because when he comes out, hell is coming with him. And it's not funny at all. It must sound cool, like I'm a tough guy, it's just that he thinks I'm scared. It would be awesome to, you know, be being a great war, maybe, maybe we would have Mexican. Oh! Let's go! Way, pop, way, pop, way, pop, way, pop, way, pop! I have to put the joke. No, no, hey, thank you, thank you for playing, man, I appreciate you. Good timing, man. Can't put predictions, man, but I definitely don't want to leave it to the judges. Ladies and gentlemen, somos Lonely Boxing en Vivo Podcast con Manny Marrero. Sean el gringo Hicksa. Hopper. Breaking, bre- 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 breaking it down like it is. Oh, I look like yeah. a DJ. I like I, it. I, I should. What's up, Fresh? We saw return, baby. Yeah. My goodness, I miss the studio so much. Oh, my God. We continue on with more boxing. Thanks to Top Ranks. It's Thank you, Top Ranks. Twi- twice a week, Sean. Can you imagine? That's like, that's like having a uh, you know, buffet twice a week. Can we do that? <laughs> Stop the show, baby. Oh, man. But uh, very interesting fights, guys, yesterday. Um, yeah. And again, I'm going to go ahead and say it, man. I don't get the hate. You know, like people. I don't. Um, oh, man. It should be, you know, we should be like the UFC. Oh, man. We should be like, man. Look, we're doing what we can do. They have one sanctioning body, which is basically one guy controlling everything, which Hopper touched on before. It's a different dynamic, you know? So you have to play the cards you're dealt. And right now, I think we got a win in hand. I mean, we got some competitive cards. Every time it's gotten better. So I've definitely enjoyed it. Um, Before we start breaking down the last card, which was Tuesday night. Uh, For me, one thing that Hmm. I'll go ahead and say, aside from the judging, I've enjoyed it. I do too. I've also enjoyed the fact, call me a hater, I've gotten used to no fans in the stands. Oh, oh no. It, um, yeah, I'm, it happened quickly. Uh, man. I want to be there. Uh, no, no. I still find I it difficult. Go. I still find it difficult to uh, get used to it watching looks like boxing a, without It, it looks like fans. a Los Angeles Chargers football game. I, I mean, it, it's empty. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, a, it's like a, what are those? Shots uh, fired uh, at Jonathan Cardozo. A reality, a reality 
boxing show. Remember that boxing show, reality show on ESPN? I forgot the name of that. Uh, the, the, fighter. the fighter. No, that the, uh, the one that uh, on ESPN, contender, the contender, the contender. Mora. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that actually they had more fans. They had, than that, definitely but it, had more. I think fans. fans yeah, like their bring, family was in a crowd or something. I mean, fam, fans they they bring that excitement. They you know they're cheering out for the for their for their you yeah. know best fighters. And no, no, their, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not, I don't want this to be like the new norm. I'm not trying. Trust me. Like, but I get to. I get it. I get I'm it. I'm saying from the standpoint of just me watching the fight. Being able to hear the corners, being able to hear the shots as they land, um, just the overall tension that's in there. I mean, yeah, it's it's cool when Denzel walks in, but <laughs> damn it, I'm not there to see. I can see Denzel on the Equalizer anytime I want. Shout out to the Equalizer. <laughs> Shout out to what a good movie. Denzel. Hell of a movie. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is it? Do you guys feel the same way, or no? You need some people in the stands. No, we definitely need some people in the stands. I do. I I think I do. I I can get used to this, and I am, and I'm I'm I've been watching every boxing fight once once just twice because I mean a lot of people don't know these are some of the, um some of the future prospects contenders that you know they're in top ranks and and they're putting some of the you know pretty good spectacular cards. Of course, the very first card I can feel that a lot of people was a little bit disappointed because you, you're expecting this to come out of the bo- as boom, but you're. A lot of the elite fighters, we talked about this, they're not going to get exposed. They want to understand, first of all, how it's going to be done, how it works. And you're talking about a, a guy that's making million dollars yeah. and risks himself just in the first fight without the proper training. So we got to have a little patient. Um, and I think Thursday and last night's fights, if you guys have seen it, we saw two amazing fights well, last night. Yeah. And and that's where I want to talk about. Let's that's go ahead where and I start with the about. opening televised bout. Yeah. Giovanni Santillan. Yeah. Versus Antonio DeMarco, the wily veteran. And let's go ahead and say it. Who do we think won that fight? Antonio DeMarco. We didn't even think it was. It was. Okay. It was competitive. No, it was very But it wasn't close. No, I don't. To me, I thought I thought Demarco uh, just completely overwhelmed Santillan and was very deserving of the victory. And I was I, I because this is boxing, I kind of had a feeling who was uh, See, being pushed. Even even and with not the with without the reaction of the fans, not the influence <laughs> on the fans, uh, the judges may get no, it right. It was I I kind of had a feeling See, what they were gonna do. Go and expand on that because people have said that before. I mean. I didn't get that vibe. Like when they announced it, I was generally shocked. Me too. Because I, yep. I it was so clear to me. But you said you you kind of anticipated. I mean, no, I wasn't. Yeah, I, it came it came through your mind. It's like, oh, okay, I can't imagine they'll give it to like, you know they'll uh, take it away from the was, uh, <laughs> My wife, my wife can tell my wife. She can tell you my the uh, <laughs> my reaction when the scorecard was announced. Uh, she wouldn't be able to repeat it here because this is a family friendly show. Very friendly. So we'd have to have a lot of bleeps. I came bleep. They did. They did this bleep. These mother bleeps. You know, bleep bleep bleep. I came. <laughs> it was a whole lot of bleeps. Like the Marcos inside game overwhelmed Santillan. He had no answer for the inside game. With the wily veteran controlled the pace after the third round. Santillan started off fast, faded quickly. But DeMarco was in complete control from the third round on. And uh, it's it's sad that the judges missed a great, great fight and a great performance by Antonio DeMarco. And that was the opening bout. It was a great fight, yep. though. Very entertaining. Yeah, it, was, it was very entertaining. Um, you know, for me, I had the first three rounds going to uh, Santillan. 
Um, I'll, I'll shout out to Santiago as well. Actually, no, he uh, he, no, he, he, he yeah, yeah, his heart. He, he hung, in, heart. There. He hung yeah. in there. Yeah, and he, I think it. Uh, he kind of struggled a little bit. Couldn't couldn't really keep up, and uh, he had some great moments. To be honest, he I has just, struggles I just, when you're in the inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and you know you you gotta clinch after you know, especially you're a guy. If you don't clinch, the veteran guy is just gonna piece you apart. He had no answer, no for, answer the for that. He all. had no idea what to do in there. Yeah, and it, 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 it was kind of funny. Like when you watch the fight, it was almost like. He was being baited in and trapped. And it was like DeMarco was trying to see, hey, let me see what this guy has. And I would never thought the Wiley veteran, if you want to call him that, would be the one that would, you know, be the one that has better endurance. And it was like he was getting stronger, which is he's known been known to do uh, when he fought Leonardo. Like he mm-hmm. kind of improved as he went through, um, you know, but he he clearly they started fighting his style of fight like around the fourth round, um, his inside game, that right hook. It was just nothing that, you know, um, Giovanni could could do. And it was, to me, just so clear. So I'll just go ahead. I, I was surprised. And I was going in for Giovanni. Um, you know, just real quick, shout out to me. Uh, one of the first shout fighters out to I interviewed back in 2013 was him. Mm, right? I so, think- yeah, it was him. <laughs> and I was, you know, I was ecstatic. I don't think at that time he yeah. had like four fights maybe if that. I'm a fan. Yeah. So I, I'm like, you know what? And I told him this. <laughs> Uh, Whoa! Excuse hey. me, Shani. Hey, no matter what, I'm gonna support you every fight, every fight that you're in, and I was supporting from last night. But when the scorecard came out, you know I got to keep it 100, man. And he, he didn't win that fight. I love him. I want him to have a great career, and I clearly is because he's still undefeated, based off the records if you check boxing rank. But um, yeah, he didn't win that fight. <laughs> no, no, and then. Uh, no, he didn't, and it's, it's definitely it's hard, but we definitely got to move on from it. And um, I believe the next fight that was televised was uh, Hector Perez from Florida versus uh, El Tigres boy, El Tigres Juan boy. Torres. And uh, okay, I'll be kind because we love El Tigre promotions. We we do. The fight wasn't necessarily aesthetically pleasing for fight fans. Juan Torres has this. Sean Porter's style of fighting with rushing in without the skill and the activity when you're in the inside. Um, yeah. He definitely maneuvers his head very well. He's a mauler. <laughs> but Hector Perez from Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico, he took that fight. Unanimous decision, 60-54, mm-hmm. 59-55 twice. He was just sharper. He, yeah. was, he was playing Matador the whole night. Juan Torres kept rushing in, but wasn't very effective. And we got to call it like we see it. Um, it was a sloppy heavyweight fight, but sh- yes, very sloppy, very sloppy heavyweight fight. And uh, credit to uh, Juan Torres, he's got a great heart. Yeah, he he's does. got uh, he teaches special children, and he is a teacher of that. Um, that that was a great. Uh, he's a special education teacher at that for the Huntsville ISD. He's trained in all kinds of of he's, uh, martial arts, ex defensive tackle, and uh, just wasn't his night, you know. There's, there's no shame in that. I'm glad he got, you know, like all these fighters. And that's the thing that I guess I've enjoyed because, yeah, normally, and I heard like on a, another podcast where they were saying, um, man, normally I wouldn't even watch a fight like that. I just DVR it and I might check it out later on. But that's not then, it's now. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad these guys are getting an opportunity where we can see them fight. I'm excited when I, I look on my social media and an El Tigre promotion fighter is fighting. Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout so, out. I mean, to me, that, I mean, that's, that's exciting in itself. Right. Was it the most exciting, uh, pleasing fight? Mm-hmm. Not at all. You know, where those guys just 
kind of but it's also a different style of, of, of both fighters that at times it just it just doesn't really create that excitement inside the ring and so you got to take some risks and at the heavyweights i mean you're going to pay for it if you do so so it's just, yeah, it wasn't yes. really as uh you guys said it as exciting but we're excited about ticket of emotions we're excited about um you know his his fighter and then uh I think there's going to be some pretty cool things, and he's going to learn from you know his mistakes, mm -hmm. and then um, it, it's just going to get better from here. No, definitely. We also had uh, now, <laughs> excuse me if I mispronounce the names, but Borbizan Momenov from Kazakhstan. He defeated Cameron Krell in a unanimous decision. Now, an interesting nugget: Momenov, he's from Kazakhstan, but he actually helped Canelo. Train and his lead up too. Is that the only reason you brought him? I kind of want to throw that in your face, Gringo. Wanted you <laughs> his own countryman. His own countryman helped Canelo train uh, in his fight against Triple G. Which one? The mm -hmm. one he won or the one he lost? Uh, the one Canelo won in both. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's good. Touche. Touche. <laughs> so yes, moment of one moment that up. decision over uh, over Cameron Crail. Also, Nicolas Sex. Sekni Shaviv. I'm not going to try to say that. Yeah, I All I can say is Centeno's Sweat Box Boxing Gym. Well, there you go. From the country of Georgia, Daddy, Florida. Defeated uh, Isaiah Jones, a unanimous decision. He improved to 6 0. Isaiah Jones took some wicked shots. No idea how he stood up to those. I'm sure uh, Nicholas was wondering how is this guy still, uh, still standing? I but. Was. Let's get to the uh main event of the night. Joshua Greer Woo! versus uh Mike Plania. Little known Mike Plania from the same province as one Manny Pacquiao. General Manny City, shout out to Pacquiao. you guys. What are your thoughts on this fight? <sighs> Mr. Night Knight couldn't stay on his feet. I, I love this fight. <laughs> and yeah. I I, I really I really like this fight. Um, you know, um there's a lot of potential to Plania. Plania. Um, Such a strong, fast it fighter. Is, it is, and not Very only that, fast. he's got the ability that to hook. throw that the left, left hook, hook into oh the goodness. face In and make it pay second. for it. I just wish that he would throw, he would use that same hook and you know throw down to the body more often. Um, True, and more conditioning. And more, more conditioning. It seems because, like he tired out. Yeah, and 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 I know Grill made made a lot of mistakes. He even said it. He paid for it. But this is a kid that definitely gets you to make those mistakes as Greer came in and gave him a jab he kind of left his hand down he mm -hmm. paid for it once then he went again and did it again the speed that this kid has not only at the defense conditioning will be his problem because the reality is this guy is ready for a title shot my concern is is he ready for Casimero Ooh, which actually Casimero, which actually he sparred with him, so I don't know if that ever ever is gonna gonna happen or Naoya or Naoya. 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 So is he ready for the monster? No. I don't think so right now. But if he wants to contend in this division and be and, and be able to be a top bantamweight um, world titleist, he needs to work in that condition. No, and then for uh, for Mike Plania for maybe not the monster. I don't think he's ready for that. No, not yet. yet. But Remember, his only loss is uh, against former WBA BO champion Juan Carlos Payano, and that was by unanimous decision mm -hmm. in 2018. Uh, I, I definitely think he's a contender ready for everybody else but the monster, maybe at this point in time, but that left hook. Oh, my goodness. And how about that dance that he yeah. did after the second oh, yeah. knockdown? You talk about, yeah. ah, he, uh, 
Let's show girls kind of like kicking a, up the leg and like jumping a, like up like and a, down. Like a Fortnite. I put a muscle just watching that. Oh, he got excited over that. Well, see that that's that's the thing I kind of want to you know because we've got to be keeping it one hundred, right, brothers? Like we've known boxing fans to do what we're kind of doing right now. Is it the fact that he had his night? It wasn't Greer's night. Is it matchmaking going wrong? Or do you actually see something in this young young man? Do you think? No, I see something in this. I see. Man. I see something because in him. the can, only you guy you see Glance in, in in him, and you can definitely see the power. I mean, he's got one of the most devastating left hooks, and he can throw that overhand right hand as well. I mean, just think about this. Coda was amazing with that left hook. Right. Tito Trinidad was amazing with that hook, and and, and to mention a lot, but. If he can develop and strengthen himself, he's fast. He's pretty quick. Work his body a little bit more, and being able to, you you have to last those championship rounds. Yesterday we didn't have them. Is he going to be able to finish a fight and be able to perform at the highest level in championship rounds? I don't think so right now. But there is, the, I see, I see a glance on on superstar. No, that's here. that's just what I'm asking. Like, like point. you know, to kind of balance things out. Is it that, you know, he was an unexpected bad matchup for Greer mm. or is the fact that he has something special? You're saying there is something special, but Hopper, there's what do you a, think? Well, there's a saying, and I want to touch on this because uh, there's a saying that degenerate gamblers have, and this is just talking nothing with scales or anything like that. It's just gambling. You follow the steam and... In the later day of the fight, the previous day of the fight, a lot of the action was going towards Plania. A lot of the action in Vegas was going towards Plania. So you have to sit there and think, huh, the steam is going towards Plania. Why? Why is this? When I saw this, I said, okay, this is definitely a must-watch because the fight just got that much more competitive. Uh, Because you have to keep in mind, the only fighter that Greer lost to was a very highly touted prospect named Stephen Fulton from Philadelphia. Right. Very highly touted prospect. So you're thinking, oh, okay, this is another one of those top rank mismatches. But once the steam starts going in, oh, wait, this Plania guy actually has something. Because I'll be honest, I've never heard about Plania. Uh, I, I mean. I haven't. Yeah, I, just, just one time. I've never heard on, about him. On a Pacquiao fight. But, um, he was from the Pacquiao province. But right, no. yeah. And then after this fight, you bet your ass I'm going to be watching this Well, I mean, fight. he fi- fighting, oh, yeah. fighting Greer, number one in, yeah. the, in the WBO, and then uh, number two in the IBF. And that's that for that matter right there, it shows that the caliber and talent that you're facing, it's 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 top. I mean, this is a guy that um, was about to challenge Casimero if he would win this, this fight. That's how mm-hmm. big this fight was for Greer. Um, I like Greer, how humble he was. Um, I, this is what I like about when things don't go your way, just admit it. It was Plania's night. He worked it. He didn't complain about anything about the decision, which, you know, we talked about scoring, uh, you know, a, a little we'll bit ago. We'll touch on that. We'll man, touch on that. I mean, we're talking about Dave Moretti. We'll touch on that. Yeah. We'll I mean, touch on that. you know, so, so having that in the way they interview him, he was very humble. He didn't touch anything on any kind of excuses he just said it wasn't my night but i will be back and i think he will definitely be back yeah i mean um, i think so as well yeah so that's kind of was my point uh, the fact that was are we seeing smoke and mirrors you know out of greer and then he got exposed or there actually something is plania and you guys say and that's a great point as far as what following the money <laughs> like yeah. they say follow the money that mm-hmm. plania they started to have some action on him and you you can't smoke a mirror down you the know. hook you know, he clearly has some talent. Um, and, you know, that 
that's that's exciting. You know, that's yeah. what we want to see. We hate to see the uh, decisions where they clearly didn't get it right. Yeah, I want to see those fighters take advantage of these opportunities, and hopefully, people see Fania when you oh. don't have to be except the fact that you're the B side. Take the most of your opportunity. You know, you're on a platform. You're in an opportunity where you can be seen and 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 make your name. Yeah. Right. You know, we went from who is this guy to like he, he might be the guy. He might be a guy and a contender, and that's that's exciting. That's yeah. what makes boxing great. And I'm glad that people can acknowledge it and say, listen, when a boxer throws about 426 punches in 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 you know planning it through 452 for 26 percent, and Greer still tw- through 23 percent, and was still an exciting fight. That that tells you that the matching of this fight was 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 right there where it needed to be. Um, great, great night of action. It, it was, yeah. O- overall, now, it was good. Yeah. One thing I missed, and this is this is my point about your question earlier. I missed the woo from the fans when he got knocked down for oh, the first time. That would have been exciting. <laughs> whoa! Hey, I'll be honest I with mean, you. When I was when I was watching. I jumped out of my seat. It's, 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 oh bleep! Oh bleep! Yeah, I mean, this I guy heard, got dropped down. I heard, I heard the punch, and I had an surround sound. Boom! But nothing in the background. I'm like, oh, I need some screaming out there. <laughs> no, that that is a good point. So yeah, when there's a high volume, exciting moment, yeah. you do want to extenuate it with the fans. So yeah, I, absolutely. I was just saying from a standpoint. Initially, I've gotten used to it, but no, I mean, great point. And you were alluding to something early, Manny. So uh, Hopper. Kind of touch on that. Do you see a trend here that, you know, they kept saying that, oh, people are being swayed by the fans? That's clearly not the case. There's no fans. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that I think that the judges could be, the a, judges? could be a little bit more focused and concentrated. You have nothing around you. Maybe they do miss that. But I think it, that, I mean, I watched the, twi- the fight twice, and I still I still saw it, um, you know, um, you know uh, six to four, and, of course, two extra points for, um, you know, Plania because he knocked them twice. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand what you were looking at. You're telling me that if Plania would, would have not knocked him out twice like he did, he would have win? I mean, he's not counting those two knockdowns to give it a 94 to 94. And on a second fight, I mean, on the co-main event, I mean, the first fight, and then in the, in the main event, kind of like shaky scores. Well, it's just... No, that's a good point, um, you know, and that's a trend we don't want to see, and that inconsistency does concern me. Hopper, what's your thoughts on it? Because I know you have some hot, hot cross buns. Hot tamales. Talk ah. takes on these, um, let's just say questionable, questionable decisions that we're seeing here. Well, um, that's, that's the one part I did not miss about boxing and this uh, quarantine hiatus is the scorecards, and you tend to, uh, you think... Rationally, that without the fans swaying you, the judges will probably be able to see it more clearly. But that's that, not was, the case. that was not the case. It no, felt, no, no. It felt like a lot of these scorecards were already failed before the foul bouts even began. It's a shame because these guys have the best seats in the house. And sure, we'll sure, definitely right. touch on that. They're not going to get away with this. We're going to bring up more attention to these gentlemen as the night goes on. You figured. Huh? Yeah, we you definitely fi- you will. figure that's going to happen. I mean, uh, you know, German had a ninety-seven, ninety-one, <laughs> and uh, uh, the other lady, Patricia, she had a ninety-six, yeah. ninety-two. So, so it was that well, fair. We'll touch- was that fair enough? Oh, yeah, definitely. Those those scorecards are fair, and uh, we'll we'll touch on that. And uh, we can't wait for the next night of boxing for top rank. We'll we'll touch on that one as well. We'll recap it. 
Yeah, absolutely. So Thursday night, have another card. Yep. It's going to be a top-ranked card. And who's the main event, Manny? Who do we have? Jose Pedraza, el sniper, sniper, is back. Former world champion. He's going to take Mikel Lespierre. 22-1, 10 knockouts. 10 routes yep. in the junior Walter Wade. So this is another great opportunity for Pedraza to prove himself that he still belongs in the top elite level. I don't really think that he'll get another opportunity uh, soon, but if, in fact, there is a consol consolidation of titles and there is an undisputed champ, and that'd be Jose Ramirez, and he decides to go north into the 147, that's where I'll probably will see Sniper squeezing in. It just depends how many, you know, when, when would that happen? No, that's a great point, man, because, like, because of, you know, how he's fared with his last fights and the way the, the vision's kind of um, playing out as far as the landscape, I'm not really sure how I, I really feel about him right now. You know, in regards of where he could potentially go. I mean, honestly, right now, you ask me, you know, will he ever win a title? I'm saying no. I, it, it's the odds are are well, not in his favor, but I mean, just keep in mind, he's he's only three losses are against Tank Davis, Tank Lomachenko. And I was very surprised he lost to Jose Cepeda in his last fight. Yeah, so see, that's, that's the one, though. You know, it's that was September last year. Um, you know, uh, unanimous decision. Um, I, I, I don't think I did see any any low on Pedraza at that time. But I mean, the guy has talent, and he's, no, no, he's a former world champion several times. So pedigree is there. And he's still hungry to get more. So is he doing something to get to the next level throughout this pandemic? I don't know. I hope he does because I, 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 still, I still believe that he could possibly do it if the scenario I just told you had happened. Because other than that, he won't beat Jose Ramirez. Mm -mm. No. Not at this time. No, no, definitely not. Definitely exciting night of action. We can't wait. Gabriel Flores versus Joseph Grease. David Kaminsky versus Clay Collard. Victor Rodriguez versus Justin Horsley. Hey, it's boxing. Hey, on the field. And it's back. Gabriel Flores back. Jr., don't sleep out on that guy. 17-0. It doesn't have a lot of power. That's the downside of him, but he can still he can still squeeze mm. in around there in the lightweights. Damn, so. more lightweights. More lightweights. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely touch on that uh, next week episodes. But, but for, for now, now for now, fuera C vivo. Ay. Listos. Suscríbete. Yeah. All right, but, but wait, wait, how do we start off? Like, do we just, uh, uh, it, it's, a, it's a clip, so or, or do you want to say, uh, want to talk about a... Uh, no, 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 so you start, so, so hey, uh, you can just start casual, like, if we're talking. So, hey, hey, so... Hey, I want to hear, I want, hey, I want, I want you I guys, want to I want to hear share with something Earl real quickly. Spence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want oh. you guys to hear what Spence said the other day. Yeah, okay. There you and, go. Uh, yeah, all right. You ready? Yep. All right. Three, two, one. Hey, bros, I want you guys to uh, hear... What Earl Spence Jr. had to say the other day. He had some, some, it's, it's pretty spicy. It's pretty, pretty juicy. Spider? Like how, you know, different American guys, you know, you know, root for, you know, the guy Tyson Fury, and he's from the UK. When all the UK guys going for their guy, you know, all the yeah. boxers going for, you know, Tyson Fury, and all the fans are going for Tyson Fury. And then we got, got people here that's, know they got split support and a lot of americans are going for you know tyson period i don't you know i don't like that at all oh what's your reaction to that he doesn't <sighs> like the fact that americans are rooting against the american fighter well manny what are you what are your I thoughts mean, on that brother first of all i think i i don't i don't agree with what he's saying 
I think a lot of people are rooting for the for the division, the heavyweights. The heavyweights, it's, I mean, it's been in the shadow for so many years. And, you know, we are a powerhouse when it comes to sports across the board, especially in boxing. And now that the heavyweights, they have all the attention, it takes away from the fighters on possibly maybe the division that was taking over when the heavyweights weighed down at the welterweight and now feeling that there's no love now right now because every day attention is there is people are still going to root for that. So I really didn't really get the messages. What he's saying is divided. I, I think just people are really rooting for their preferred boxer or simply they're just a fan. Uh, for me, I mean, there's a lot of different directions you could take it. Uh, one, when I first heard it, I was thinking, you know, he's standing up for his boy. He wants Americans because, you know, he is a former Olympian. So is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, Demonte Walter. So they have the mindset of, you know, countrymen supporting them. But also, too, I mean, the U.K. is a total different dynamic than the U.S. in regards to how we're broke up as far as, you know, um, our fan bases, how people support. And I'll just say for me, yeah, I am an American. I always want the American to win. But they've already fought twice. Right, and, and he I got want, beat twice, and he got beat twice, <laughs> and he got destroyed on the he second time. Right. There's no so questions asked at there. At some point, you know, you you got to cut the cord. So from my standpoint, yeah, I want the American to always win. Um, I want you know them to represent themselves and to have a good showing. But from the standpoint of the sport of boxing, I want a unified champion. And what better way to expand and make the sport, you know, more universally accepted and people get excited about it than to have a huge mega fight uh, with one of our best fan bases. And that's another thing too. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging the fact that certain groups are just more passionate, more, you know, uh, strongly connected to the sport. You know, the strongest fan bases. Which groups are those, Sean? That would be, (laughs) I'll say the first one and you can say the next one would be the UK fan base, right? The British fan base. And the other would be Hopper. He's pointing right now. Mexico, <laughs> and that's where uh, and that's Puerto where Ricans. I wanted to jump in and touch on this because boxing can be very territorial. You know, especially if you started boxing. I mean, watching boxing at a young age, it's an opportunity for fans to show their nation's pride. Uh, and I'm speaking personally myself because I do have I do have uh, uh I do follow boxers from other countries. How, how much do I talk about my boy Luke Campbell from the UK? Quite a bit. I mean, and I'm Mexican. How much do I talk about Jorge Linares? I mean, how much do I talk about Chocolatito from Nicaragua? They've I mean, all been I like have, on. I'm all, I'm all over the place. Yeah. Hey, you know, I talk, but I talk a lot about the king. Yeah, I, 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 I know no nothing about Ukraine. Yeah, so, <laughs> but personally, for myself, and I'll go ahead and admit it, and I'll go ahead and confess that you guys know my love for Canelo, for all the Mexican fighters. Everyone knows your love for Canelo, brother. <laughs> I will always support La Raza, seven days of the week. So I can see where Earl Spence is coming from. Um, and maybe he, maybe he felt uh, when he fought Mikey Garcia, the what did he call it, the blind loyalty. Blind loyalty. So that's a great point, and you know I know it's going to be kind of touching a nerve for some people, but it's a reality. You know I, I know from my standpoint. Yeah, I'm a brother from Texas. I'm the gringo of the team. I went to that fight, and there there were you know clear lines drawn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But for me, like watching the fight. Yeah, I'm a brother. I'm from Texas. Immediately you're thinking, oh, well, of course I'm going to be going from, you know, Errol Spence Jr. And I was, right? But I'm also a fan of, of Mikey, Mikey Garcia. Yep. The reason that I was swayed, actually for me, though, was not race. It's state. 
Right. Because that's one thing that I'll say is yeah. different for me. I mean, I don't care <laughs> what your ethnicity is. And I, I never really do. If that person. Who cares? If they're from Texas, nine, uh, 10 times out of 10, I'm going with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, unless they're the Charlo brothers. But that's a different story. Oh, don't <laughs> right, get but, me started on the Charlo bros, but, bro. Uh, shout out. Shout. But overall, everybody else, especially Aerospace. Come on, man. Aerospace. Yeah. I mean, well, I remember when he made the Olympic team. So it's a total different watching him point of view. So for me, you know, I, I feel there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that we should embrace the fact that people are drawn because of, you know, culture connections, um, you know, call them what you will. But, yeah, some people do support boxing because of the um, racial pride. Yep. It, it is what it, it is, is, right? It is. Pride and yeah. It is. Yeah. And that's and, understandable. And, and nothing wrong with that. It is understandable. And, you know, sometimes you, you have a, you know, an amazing athlete, you know, in this case, I believe that Wilder, you know, he, you know, I, I don't see he's got a lot of boxing skills, but he draws attention. And as a fan, I liked to see him fight. I'm not a huge fan that I'll go crazy, but I just, he draws attention. He, he brings drama and there is excitement in the ring, especially when you're waiting to do second punch. So there are mixed emotions and there's people who are not a fan of him, but they have so much talent that I become a fan. So he's definitely got a lot of haters, and I think he's looking into more protecting, you know, um, you know the people he knows, and you know the, the the local champions, and and you got freedom of speech. You can say anything you'd like. The difference is you're a high profile guy that yep. everyone's going to look at it at their own perspective, and your perspective is different than anyone else. And here's the thing, um, especially it's a, I'll be honest, going into Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder one. I was rooting for Deontay Wilder because, of course, he's American. So, yes, I was definitely rooting for, for Deontay Wilder. But, um, and this is just me speaking for myself, um, after the fight, how that fight went down, the fact that Tyson Fury won, in my in my opinion, and many of everyone's people's opinion, everyone's opinion yeah. won the first fight, uh, the way that went down, the way he was robbed, and then you add the fact that Fury's charisma, his humor, his fighting style, and then a lot of his interviews, post interviews that you see, um, and it and plus the the comeback story, it's right. all it all just builds to a very marketable, likable fighter. And then once you once you take into account how how many excuses has Deontay Wilder had? I'm up 379 now yeah. since he lost his second yeah. fight, and then it just sways people. To become Tyson Fury fans, just like myself. I exactly. Mean, I was rooting for Wilder. That's a huge point. But That's after Wilder, point. you know, drew with Fury, and then Fury dominated him, and then you see how everybody, how they reacted to the the, the win and the loss. Um, you, it's it's hard to not become a Tyson Fury fan. That's a great point, Hopper. I love that take because actually, that's actually the emotion I had. I'm American first. You know, I wanted to see. You know what Deontay Wilder could do. You know, yep. have that great excitement of the heavyweights go back and forth. But he lost the fight, objectively and speaking. He objectively, yeah, he lost the fight. And, and not only that, he also he was losing the fight against Luis Ortiz. So it's oh. just not only one hiccup. He was losing it's the fight against Ortiz. Washington. And then all of a sudden, you come against. back again and you get destroyed the way you did. And 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 the way you handle things afterwards. You Tells created you a more lot enemies. More about you. you created yep. more enemies, and a lot of fans so many are gonna are gonna start piling up their things and packing up. And I am definitely gonna root more for what's happening in the contracts being signed for next year for the two fights, rather than think about the fight that's gonna happen while they're in Fury Three. Mm -hmm. Well, see, that's that's the thing for me. Like that's what swayed me away from, I guess, wanting to, you know, 
be a fan, I guess, or be a supporter. I'm always going to support any boxer. But the fact that there were so many excuses, I didn't want to get lumped into that. Yeah. You know, oh, you're a Deontay Wilder fan? And, oh, you believe in glove gate or costume gate. <laughs> 40 or, 45 pounds glove of costume. Gate. Yeah. Why didn't you test it for like an hour or three days before? <laughs> That's your own fault. I mean, exactly. Like mule water gate? I mean, they've had all kinds oh. of excuses that are... Honestly, it's a turnoff. Oh, the, the glove? What is it? The, the Tyson Fury's glove? You know, oh, yeah. in one it's shot, so dumb. it kind of looked like weird, oh, feel like God. it was wobbly or something And then they were like taking that. stuff from the first fight and trying to argue it was in the second. It was just so dumb. No. I, I couldn't believe some of the stuff the, that was The one that around. I have heard that, you know, I, I guess would be, that's normal in regard to, you know, and that's always a, a, a conversational point of conversation, um, the count. You know, the count from the first fight, you know, that how long and when did he take? But people, you know, again, for boxing fans that support it, it's not actually seconds, you know, it's the count of the referee. The referee. Right, so, It's you know, not like, oh, he touched the canvas. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No. No, it's, no, it's his count. So Once Deontay Wilder gets in his corner, he looks at the at the uh, ring helpers at the ring. One, you know, then he picks up his count. Exactly. So, you know what, for those that have the, you know, uh, conspiracy theorists or the ones that are, um, I'll just say in denial, that you know Deontay Wilder lost that fight and definitely lost the second fight. That's the one I I can kind of I can kind of see. But all of the other stuff is just it's just witchcraft, man. Like I I I feel uncomfortable even talking about that stuff. We haven't really talked about that stuff on on the show because yeah. it's not show worthy to me because it's not boxing. It's not it's not uh, feasible. It's not. It's it excuses. doesn't make sense. Well, it's I think just, people people oh. People only wanted to see Wilder. It fits their narrative. That's yeah. what people wanted people to see. People wanted to see Wilder because of the knockout power he had. And He's won two rounds. 40, 40 and 0 before he got his first. Uh, he lost his streak of knockouts. So people were just kind of rooting for something different. Let's go see what this guy does. And it kind of reminded me of Tyson um, back in the days because everyone would tune in. No, no one would care to pay a 50 dollars pay-per-view at that time to see tyson for five to ten seconds but people wanted to be there people wanted to, we want to see history we want to see how this guy turns out to be and and i i think that one once that streak went away and people realize he lacks in some box, boxing skills he lost a lot of credibility and a lot of fans mm-hmm. and then you come in and you know come in in social medias and all over the news of what we were talking about all these kind of excuses so yeah so basically earl spence i mean Hey, ultimately, people are going to root for whoever they want to root for. Yeah, right. You know, so it is, it is a territorial sport. It is a nationalistic sport. You root for the people from your home country, from your home sport. But, hey, come on, baby. You can root for whoever you like. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Don't we care have, about race. We have boxing don't care favorites about all ethnicity. over the world. My we boy, Luke boxing. Campbell. Let's go. Lucas. Thank you, guys. Hey. Gentlemen. Boxing aficionados, we want to welcome you guys to a brand new segment. We are calling the Donkey Scorecard of the Week. Donkey! Oh, it's burro! T- it's time we put some of these ridiculous scorecards and the judges on blast. Wait, 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 wait. It, so we're giving them credit? Oh, kind of, in a way, yes. But we're also letting them know that we're no longer going to be tolerating this. Hey, I like that. I- I'm glad about this segment because I see Hopper there so relaxed right now that I can let it all out. <laughs> Did you have something to tell us, Hop? I want to let everybody know this week's winner. Drum roll, please. Hey! 
None other than Mr. Dave, Dave Moretti. Moretti. Come on down. He had the Joshua Gear versus what? Mike Plania fight. 94, 94. My God. While his contemporaries, Tim Cheatman had it 96, 92. Patricia Morse Jarman had it 97, 91. But Mr. Moretti had it 94, 94. It's a shame. With he two knockdowns. Up, with two knockdowns. Two knockdowns. Where by Plania. What are those points? It's a shame because he had the best seat in the house. I would pay big money to see that fight. We do. So the question is, was his scorecard filled out the day before or the day before <laughs> before? How the hell did he get 94? Oh, that's Ooh. why he is the donkey. Spider? Shout out to him. Hey, he earned that one. Oh my goodness. I mean, this is this is crazy. With all respect, but the reality is is this is really hurting the sport and you know, we're getting back to boxing and you have no excuses. There's no one around you. The focus has to be there. You're getting paid. You got the best seat in the house. Dude. And you got two I mean, how Sean, is there any easier than score this fight? I watched it today. <laughs> For the second time. No, you know what? That's a great point that you just said, Manny, and I usually don't give you credit. But <laughs> only when I talk with uh, about food. About Triple well, G. Yeah, if you're going to pay. <laughs> or, or when I support G. Triple G. <laughs> no, but think about it. Like, if you're learning, you know, and I'm not learning, but I'm saying, like, if you're trying to get someone to be trained to be a, a judge, judge, you want to show them something where it's definitive. Duh. Yes. So, not, you know, because when it's the swing rounds, that is difficult. Yes, that's hard. That's Those very, close very fights, hard. yes. Yeah. But, but a fight like this? This is like. Easy, cut and dry. Cut and dry, unless ah uh, ah uh, mm, mm, things that get make you go conspiracy. Mm. <laughs> no fans. Hey, <laughs> hey! Congratulations, Mr. Dave Murray. Well deserved. You are the first recipient of the donkey of the week. Find Vanessa Guillen. It's been uh, over 50 days since private first class Vanessa Guillen went missing. And this one hits uh, close to home. Vanessa Guillen's family is from the same area that my wife was born at. My parents, my grandparents, basically all my family was born at. It's a small area called uh, Rio Grande Zacatecas in Mexico. Her family's rancho is a short drive away from my family's rancho. And I'm talking about it's walking distance. I've actually, I've walked that distance before. Her mom visits uh, the bakery that my mother-in-law works at in Houston. So they're friendly. And this definitely hits one, this definitely hits close to home. Now, say when a soldier goes missing overseas, the U.S. military spares no expense in finding the said soldier. No rock is left unturned, no mountain unchecked, no body of water ignored. Sadly, it feels like Vanessa Guillen is not getting the same type of treatment as the uh, no man left behind, no woman left behind, because they're at home, you know, the garrison rules. Um, Fort Hood has the, uh, they've built a less than stellar reputation with incidents like this, and allegations of sexual harassment or missing people. But uh, make no mistake about it. I've talked to a few of my military buddies and they agree. People will be relieved of command over this. People in her unit will get in trouble over this. Um, the pressure is building and we have to keep it rising for her family. Do you, th do you really think that 
Um, because, you know, again, outside looking in, you think that the military has done enough to help get a resolution? Oh, no, 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 no. And then the, uh, and here's the, that's, this is the mind boggling part. The Army Criminal Investigation Division, or the CID as it is known, is notorious for not giving up care who you are once they get involved. I mean, it can get real ugly for the chain of command um, once the CID is investigating. They haven't found anything. And at this point, it's either incompetence, which I doubt they're being silenced. Are they I mean, covering something up? Maybe they found something silenced. in a lot of high-level yep. military high ranks maybe uh, involved or as y'all unfolded the story and we won't talk about it, but it's a lot of stuff going on about this. But do you feel like it's because that involved high rank level? That's a possibility. Orders? That's a possibility. It's, you can't rule that out at this point or, or they're being steered the wrong way. And Vanessa's family, her mother, her sister, they all want the FBI to get involved in this now. At this point, they feel they don't trust the military. They're not getting any anywhere with the military. And I agree with them. I think it's time for an outside investigative unit like the FBI to get involved and just give us resolutions, give us answers. What happened to Vanessa Guillen? Find Vanessa Guillen. I mean, anyone with information, please call the Army CID Special Agents, 254-495-7767. Or the military police desk, 254-287-4001. Yeah. All Find live. All live. Guillen. All lives matter. All of De them. Definitely. Find yes, Vanessa Guillen. Find her. Please. Money. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.